0: Guess what guys, there is only one place you can get a true Colorado Mountain Pie. It's your favorite, locally owned, legendary, unbelievably delicious pizza joint, Bojo's. The Colorado Mountain Pie has become a staple for not only natives, but for those who are just passing through and want to know where the best pizza in town is. Bojo's is the only answer. Bojo's dough is made fresh daily and contains locally sourced honey. You heard that right. They infuse their dough with natural sweetener, and it is to die for. There's something for everyone at Bojo's. Large, delicious mountain pies for the entire family, a huge salad bar with fresh veggies galore, Colorado beer on tap, including our personal favorite, Breck Brews, and your personal favorite sports teams playing in the background. Bojo's has private party rooms for all your holiday get-togethers or to celebrate birthdays and other large events. They have $4 happy hours in select locations along with gluten-free and plant-based options as well. There is nothing more important to Bojo's than their community, which is why they are always happy to help you raise money for your fundraising causes. Host your next fundraising event at any of their five front-range locations. They are also offering their holiday se- this holiday season a special pint-glass koozies that make great stocking stuffers and come with a $5 gift card check those out at their site today at bojos.com that's bojos.com and tell them dnvr rams sent you. on the high screen dorian kicked to the corner feirano for three it's good with the five! Gallop. Got it down low. Hornung. And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. big road test coming up with Utah State you guys have actually you know fared pretty well on the road especially lately what's been your success away from home you know I I think really when you become better you don't really focus on if you're at home or on the road you know I think you can block out all the other things and you just really focus on the things that you need to do to be successful and so These guys have played in a lot of tough environments, have been in a lot of close games, and um, they just seem to to be galvanized by that. And so, obviously, this will be a really difficult environment. It's not the most difficult environment we played in. We probably already played in the hardest environment there is in the country. And so it should be a great test, but really it doesn't matter if you're home or on the road. You know, It still comes down to what goes on in between the lines, and that's what we've been doing a good job of. What's up? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Bojo's Pizza. Bojo's Pizza, Colorado's own mountain pies. Shout out to Bojo's. Got a big game coming up on Saturday, Colorado State men's basketball looking to extend their winning streak to six games. Feels crazy how fast this whole thing has turned around, Uh, but definitely... A big time, big time game coming up this weekend, probably, you know, the biggest league game that CSU's played in a couple of years. I don't wanna I don't wanna use too much hyperbole, but you know, I was talking to to Nico Medved today and I was asking him just, you know, do you feel like the group of guys have changed it all over this winning streak? Do you get the sense that they're starting to, you know, understand what exactly they're accomplishing? And he kinda deflected a little bit, but he kind of brought up the point that part of what's actually making this group so great is, you know, they have a the ability to just focus on one game at a time to really lock in on the moment and, and really, you know, take a business-like approach to each game. And that's just so rare for a young team. I mean, you have a group of, you know, six underclassmen are your main contributors and they're able to just lock in and not lose lose sight of the, the bigger vision for the this season. And I think that's just really cool. And it, it speaks to the maturity that these young guys have. So definitely a big game this Saturday, a big test for them. We're going to talk about that in detail uh, today. Just going to go over some of the the key matchups, talk about the game, you know, your basic <laughs> preview stuff, talk about the guys you don't want to beat you. Uh, obviously started with some audio from Nico Medved there, just kind of talking about what type of road atmosphere you're going to experience in logan in general i would say utah state probably one of the harder places to play in the mountain west i mean there are obviously a couple of different places that are pretty difficult to play moby being one of them uh, when it's rocking but the pit in in albuquerque vieja san diego state and then utah state i would say you know are probably the, the toughest venues in the Mountain West to play in. There's just, like I said yesterday, there's not really anything else to do in Logan, Utah, except support, you know, the Aggies. So they show out in forces, and it always, you know, makes for a great atmosphere. I think it's good for the league to have fan bases like Utah State. You know, they're really consistent. <laughs> One of the things that impressed me uh, when I went out to Logan for the football game in the fall was you know it was it was pouring rain that night it was freezing it was windy and it was like sleet raining the entire time truly truly miserable I mean I was just walking from the parking lot which was like across the street to the main entrance I was completely soaked it was freezing it cr- it was crappy and you know the the Utah State fans stayed for pretty much the entire game. Some of them ended up filing out late, but that's just because the game uh, took way too long. So, you know, I didn't blame them. But the Aggies fans, they definitely show up. They they traveled well to Las Vegas last year for the Mountain West Tournament. It's almost kind of cult-like when they do that uh, weird Scotsman's dance thing. It's one of their weird traditions. It honestly reminds me of the... In Shrek, the opening scene when they get to Doolop or whatever... And Donkey presses the button and the the little thing pop out, you know, welcome to Dulop or whatever. Dulop is a special place. That's how I feel when Utah State starts doing that Scotsman's dance. It's so weird. It's just so many pale, white, blonde people clapping and awkwardly dancing kind of out of rhythm. But, you know, like I said, they have one of the more consistent fan bases in the league. So you know that this is gonna be an atmosphere where you go into it's gonna be kinda hostile. It's you know, I think Utah kinda gets the ah shucks type mentality and there are definitely people like that in Utah, but it's it's not gonna be, you know, a pleasant environment. That said, you know, CSU's already played at Duke. They've played in the Cayman Islands, they went to Tulsa. Technically a neutral site game for that one, but it was in Oklahoma, so you know, they've they've gone a couple of tough places already and, and handled it. I'm not really worried about this team getting intimidated. I think it was a different case last year. I think if you uh, if you look at that team, you know, and how they performed against Utah State last season, the home game was very competitive, and, and the Rams actually had a chance to win late, uh, but Maryland, some of these guys just proved to be too tough and were able to close it down the stretch. On the road, I think CSU got intimidated last year, and I think... Uh, the players would say the same thing. Some of the coaches have definitely said that. Uh, you could just see it in their eyes. You know, They weren't ready for that moment. This is a much different team. Uh, I don't think they're going to get punked. I don't think they're going to get intimidated by the atmosphere. It's all going to come down to execution, though, and, and whether or not they can execute against a really solid team. Utah State, 15-6 and six overall this season, 4-4 four and four in league play, uh, but... They've had to deal with injuries all year. Obviously, Niamh Esqueda missed the vast majority of the... the well, he missed all, basically all of non-conference play. Has been back for 10 games now. Starting to look healthy, I think, for the first time this year. I'm not even sure if he's 100% at this point. Uh, but, you know, not having him has definitely been a big loss them. They've had some other role guys battle injuries, but play through them. Uh, when I look at this Aggies team, they're... A team that plays very aggressive, they're smart, they can knock down shots from all over, they have great chemistry, they're a group that played a lot together last year and then returned everyone. It's, it's rare to return as many guys, as many key contributors as Utah State was able uh, to bring back this season. They're just a team that if they get hot, you can't overlook them. And uh, we're going to keep talking about this and more, uh, but I'm going to take just a quick second to acknowledge our partners. It's time to take a second to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR Rams. You know, since we brought college coverage back at the end of last July, these guys have been with us since day one. Have so many great things to talk about uh, when it comes to Breck. Know this, they've got some big things in the work. They don't want us to spoil the surprise, but keep an eye out uh, for that announcement next week. I know if you're a fan of Breck, If you're a fan of us, you're really going to be excited about it. I know we definitely are. As for now, uh, if you want to just tide yourself over, grab a six-pack of Colorado Core. Light and refreshing. Have that nice apple crisp, that tart aftertaste. Mmm. I could use two or three of those bad boys right now. Uh, Whatever you're doing this weekend, if you're going to be drinking, if you're going to have some friends over, do it with Breck Brews. It'll just make the whole night a whole lot better. Alrighty, moving on with the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Bojo's Pizza. Bojo's Pizza, Colorado's own Mountain Pies. The The thing that's been interesting about Utah State and their struggles through league play, I think part of the issue has been they've been trying to force things. Uh, when you look at this team, they they do turn the ball over quite a bit for a group that's, you know, as experienced as they are. Uh, they're also really struggling to shoot in league play. Uh, none of their volume shooters are currently shooting above 30% from three-point range in conference games. Uh, so, you know, in, in league games, they've been struggling to knock down jump shots. That's something they've done well for, you know, a year and a half now. So I would say that it's it's something to keep an eye on. You know, obviously, if Utah State comes out and they just start breaking a bunch of threes, it's going to play into CSU's favor, but... You know, don't overlook them just because they've been struggling from three point land in the conference portion of the schedule. You know, it doesn't mean guys don't have the ability. Sam Merrill's still shooting above, you know, 38% from three-point range for the season, so struggling over the last eight or nine games. But if you look at a you know wider sample size, he obviously can knock those down. Have seen him do it his entire career, and he's not even the only one, you know. Diego Brito, Brock Miller, Abel Porter. All of these guys are capable jump shooters, and they've and they've proven it in their career, and not just in, like, little games. I mean, it's one thing to come in in, like, a blowout, because Utah State blew a lot of teams out last season. It's one thing to come in in a blowout and knock down shots, but these dudes, you know, they produced at the highest level. Uh, really, really, the way Utah State played as a team in that Mountain West tournament last year was just so impressive. Merrill, Brito, all these guys. I mean, Cato was obviously tremendous Uh, but the reason that Utah State was so good last year was not just because they had two studs and and Maryland Kata and obviously that helped it was because they're a great team and and a little bit I see a lot of comparisons uh, with CSU this year and Utah State last year Uh, Utah State obviously picked to finish ninth last year they end up winning the league a team that nobody really knew anything about going in they obviously outplay all expectations they have a phenomenal point guard, they have a nice big man. There's there's a lot of comparisons. I even uh, was talking with Nico today and I was like, I don't know if there's a, a direct comparison with their game, but when I look at somebody like Isaiah Stevens, I see a lot of Sam Merrill in him, if we're being honest. They're both really shifty guys that can, you know, impact the game in all three levels. They're guys that can score but love to facilitate. They're guys that can create for themselves and a lot of different ways solid handles quick first steps all that sort of thing but more than anything it's just the intelligence in which Stevens plays basketball that's what i love about Sam Merrill you know I, I, that's what i see uh, when i compare those two it's just an understanding of the game that so many people just don't have it's it's anticipation it's knowing where you're going with the ball before you even make the move and it's just rare so for Stevens to to be this good as a freshman it's Definitely, definitely encouraging. You know that said, he's he's gonna be in, he's gonna be in for a handful this weekend with Sam Merrill. You know, Merrill is gonna pressure him and trying to cover him is is gonna be interesting. So, I'm really looking forward to that matchup. Sam Merrill's a guy who I've really enjoyed covering, or uh, really you know more observing from afar. Obviously, I'm not a Utah State beat guy, but I've followed Utah State very closely the last couple of years. Uh, Merrill is just a guy from the first time I I really saw him at the Mountain West tournament a couple of years ago I was I've just been you know fascinated with him and I think Stevens is gonna end up having you know just as much success th- as Merrill's had his in in his career because we're being honest you know Stevens is a lot more athletic than Merrill Merrill is deceptively athletic like don't get me wrong he's very subtly strong. Uh, and he's really great at, at leaning on you and using his size to to his advantage when he when he works to the rim. Uh, but these are just two great point guards. and it's a matchup that I'm that I'm really, very much looking forward to. Uh, coming into this season, I think you would have, if you were pointing to this Utah State game, you obviously would look at Merrill and Porter and some of these guys, but obviously Miamis Kada would be the the big focal point. But the thing is is Justin Bean has really been their best big man. Uh, as Nico Medved told me today, he's probably been as consistent as anyone in the league in terms of, uh, you know, how he attacks the glass, how he boxes out when he rebounds. Just a phenomenal rebounder, shooting 51% from the field in league games. I've uh, been really consistent. Kata shooting 64% uh, in league games. So, Aggie's not exactly lighting it up from three point range against the Mountain West, but. What they lack from beyond the arc, they have made up for in the post. Uh, Utah State as a whole, one of the better rebounding teams in the country. They're fourth with 868 total rebounds. That's about 29.7 a game. So, I mean, 30 rebounds a a game is no joke. Uh, They're second with 268 defensive rebounds. It's not a phenomenal offensive rebounding team, but definitely a great defensive rebounding team. Um... That's gonna be a big factor. I think Roddy and Nico and some of these guys are—they're gonna have their hands full with Kata and Bean down low. You really need the guards to crash the glass. That was one of the things that was really, really encouraging about that win over Fresno State was you only got four rebounds from Nico Carvacho. Which, if that happened last year, CSU probably lost by 50. Uh, but it didn't matter because you know you got eight from Roddy. He was the team high. Everybody contributed. You know, Kendall Moore had like six defensive rebounds. If the guards can crash the glass, I think Nico and Roddy can can box out Bean and some of these guys. Uh, but it's definitely gonna take a team effort. If you allow uh, Utah State to just work you in the post all night, it's it's gonna be tough. So that's definitely an area that I am interested in when it comes to this game. Uh, ultimately, ultimately, it all comes down to, to trying to stop their main guys i mean you got to worry about the role guys but you just can't let sam merrill get going you can't let you know kata kill you in the post you need a lot of help you need guys to crash but one of the things that's that's been encouraging is the rams have played great help defense this entire year guys are doing a great job of sliding over and protecting back cuts and the whole deal so honestly i i think this is a game that csu can win i really do I think it's going to be a really tough test for them. I, I don't expect the Aggies to, to roll over by any means, but I think this is a game that the Rams will go into confidently, and if they play their game, I think they probably have a a decent chance to come out with a win. That said, if they do lose, it's not the end of the world. It really, really will not be. I mean, the reality is with... The upcoming schedule that CSU has to play, they're gonna lose some of these games. They're not, they're not gonna run the table from here on out. And losing in Logan is, is respectable. It, it definitely is. the The thing that I'm interested in is how do they respond if Utah State comes out and knocks down a bunch of threes? Do you see them roll over? I don't think they will. We haven't seen uh, CSU quit once really this entire season. Uh, they're a group of guys that are definitely competitive and love to play to the end. It's part of what makes them so fun to support. So I think it's it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be one of the better league games that we've seen so far this season. And honestly, I, I really wish I could go. I, Unfortunately, for, for travel reasons, I can't get out there this weekend. I just wasn't in the cards budget-wise. Uh, but definitely looking forward to it. I'll be watching it. We'll have coverage from that game as well, and then we'll obviously be back with the home games next week. Uh, that said, take advantage. Shout-out to, to CSU men's basketball, Joe Parker, uh, the athletic director, director oh, the athletic department, whoever was behind that decision to do this uh, flash sale. If you didn't see, they're doing a a momentary sale. You can get tickets to the UNLV or the Nevada game for only 12 bucks. That's a steal, man. Nevada and UNLV, these are two teams uh, near the top of the league, both in the top five right now revenge game against Nevada. It's going to be an orange out against UNLV. Whatever reasoning you need to do to justify yourself in spending this money, get your butts there. Support this team. This is a team worth supporting, you know? It's fans love to support winners and winning teams, you know, will always get people to show up and and that makes sense. But the thing about this group is they're not just winning. They're a humble, respectable just all around likable group of young men and they deserve to play in front of a packed arena. So do your part. You know, you see all kinds of criticism online all the time. CSU's not doing enough. Maybe that's true. uh, But at the end of the day, uh, it's on the fans, the fans got to show up. So I'll I'll keep, you know, talking about how the athletic department should do more. And I believe that they should do more for the fans. I know they're working on it. I know those people are working tirelessly, uh, but Whatever, whatever reasoning you need uh, to spend that money, just do it. It's, it's 12 bucks well spent. That's what a Qdoba burrito, a Qdoba burrito and a drink instead of, or, you know, getting a ticket instead of a Qdoba burrito and a drink. I think that's, I think that's worth it. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just love college basketball. I don't know. Regardless, we, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, obviously with more csu rams talk gonna talk a little bit of football tomorrow as well as just mountain west uh, hoops implications around the league it's it's wide open now it's uh, it's hard to keep up honestly i feel like i have to watch every single game just because you don't know who's going to win on a nightly basis and you want to see who's getting hot but you know i'm never going to complain about how much college basketball i have to watch because i love it i absolutely love it and i know you guys do too <laughs> So we will be back tomorrow. I hope everyone has a great day on Friday. Happy Friday going into the weekend. Peace and much love.